Is this thing on? Well, if you've stumbled across this podcast, I do one of four things here on Mia's Corner. One, I have group chat with the people I admire about the biggest issues. Two, I interview special guests about their life because I'm nosy and I love hearing about how others got to where they are. Three, I review the best film, TV and books of the month because I want my people to have solid recommendations. And four, finally I review everything that happens in the month from news to the funniest tweets. So basically if you've been under a rock for a month, I'm here to help. So let's get into this episode. service announcement this is time for your film tv and book review thank you welcome back to a new episode guys um i hope that you're all doing well i'm looking forward to the new content in this episode as you probably heard this is a film tv and book review that i've got going today um but i feel like it would be rude for me to just jump into the review without taking time to check in So let's just pause. Everyone, how are you? Answer aloud. Answer in your head, if you feel like. I hope you're all good. Um, Yeah, it's been a minute, hasn't it? I mean, I last put up an episode on the 24th of May, a great one with um, the JNL podcast, Jeremy and Louise. They were absolutely awesome. So please go check out that episode if you haven't listened yet. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've been consistently giving you guys what you deserve. Um, but I'm back. I will not neglect you any further. Um, so to explain my absence, because there's a reason, um, I took a lot of time for myself with my exams, um, which I passed, yay! Um, and now it's sort of just moving on to i traveled as well i went to nigeria for a month which was super awesome um now i'm back and i'm back with a podcasting vengeance if you notice a difference in sound quality i got a microphone yes i know i know well i didn't get a microphone so long story short my dad got a microphone didn't use it and i've now acquired it in the silent hope that he won't ever want it back so there's that but I'm still learning how to use the mic and some new editing thingamajig so definitely let me know how you guys feel about it on the on the good old Instagram and the Twitter as well because I do like to hear your opinions a lot this is a democracy not a dictatorship so um let's get into the episode because who wants to hear me off when you could hear me giving you all the tea on the best film tv and books so let's start with what's on the telly so let's talk tv let's talk about what we're getting 
from the world in terms of TV. So I'm gonna do three my three top picks for this for this month. Um, it's kind of the plan is anyway to do something old, something new, and then something a bit not obvious that like you wouldn't see very often anywhere, um, or maybe something in a different language. Um, just because I feel like you guys deserve some variety in the content I provide. And I don't just give you the average shows. I talk about I talk about the real stuff. I talk about the things you won't find, the special gems. So let's talk about the first my first pick for this month, which is kind of a new one slash an old one. It is of course the infamous, the long-standing, the, the creation of the queen that is Shonda Rhimes. It is it is the best TV show in television history. So pick me. Choose me. Love me. Are you with yourself? Are you with the wall? Are you on Twitter? It's, it's really up to you, but that's the situation we're in, unfortunately. So Grey's, obviously, if you haven't heard of it, let me give you a synopsis. Um, it starts with five kind of interns in, a, in an American hospital. And it's just about their experiences, their love life, the drama, the surgery, the everything. And it's just a fantastic show. It has 17 seasons, of which I've completed all of them because I'm a TV queen. And yeah, I mean, it's just one of the most dramatic TV shows in television history. Like, it's undeniable the madness that goes on, the plot twists, the character development, like, if you haven't watched, then it's a bit disturbing, to be quite honest, but anyways. Um, it's getting weird. Um, so, I think today's review will be more specifically on season 17. Again, I won't give spoilers, but I will tell you how I feel, which is that they fumbled the bag on this one. I'm going to be so honest. I feel like for anyone who knows Grey's Anatomy already, like the first 16 seasons, it's been giving plot twists. It's been giving you never expected this. It's been giving no character is safe. But I don't know. Season 7, I feel like it's a thing of obviously the, pan, the, the, the panoramic, the parallelogram. So we we forgive them in that sense and they did incorporate it into the season like season 17 is basically about coronavirus but i just think i just think they they messed it up they got rid of key characters they didn't they didn't follow what i needed them to follow it wasn't it wasn't the blueprint it's not even given what y'all said it was supposed to give and I feel like what served Grey's so well up to now is sticking to the blueprint. It's what makes it so recognisable. Like every episode, you've got a patient, you've got a dilemma, but then the patient's dilemma relates to what's happening amongst the doctors. Like that's the blueprint and that's what we need to stick with here. And I feel like we missed that. We really, really missed that in season 17. So... I mean, I don't know. This is not to discourage anyone from going to watch Grey's Anatomy. You should. Because um, it's, like, a really, really good show. But, just honestly, season 17 wasn't it. It was not it. 
And that's just the way it was, to be honest. Um, but please watch the rest of the show. Um, watch out for some key characters. Watch out for Izzy. Watch out for Derek. Watch out for Burke. These are names I'm just mentioning. They will make sense in the future. Um, and definitely at me on Twitter and Instagram and tell me what you thought and felt. Where you can watch, because I feel like that's important for me to even mention. Um, you can watch Grey's on... Let me, let me remember. So you can watch the first 16 seasons on Amazon Prime, I believe, and on Disney Plus as well. So if you've got any of those. And then if you want to watch season 17, I had a VPN, so I just watched it on American Netflix. So yeah, there's that as well as a solution. Um, so that's TV choice number one. TV choice number two is an old one. It's a classic. It's a... It's the thing, the thing is, right, I'm, maybe you can guess where I'm going as to what show it is from the description I give, but this is British television at its finest, right? Like, there is, there is this thing sometimes I find where everyone's kind of obsessed with the main American TV shows, but, like, any, like, your average BBC drama bounce, like, differently. Let's be honest, there's always British TV drama is top quality like it is everything you ask for the cinematography the character development like it's not it's not tacky it's not basic it's giving sophisticated um it's Peaky Blinders so Peaky Blinders five seasons of absolute joy again if you're one of those people that hears a lot of seasons and you don't watch a show it's just childish first of all um, but it's only six episodes in a season, one hour episodes. So if you have a short attention span, it's not even, it's not even a stretch. It is set in like 1900s Birmingham. It's about a gang, their family called the Shelbys. And they just get up to all kinds of madness. And I love it for them. They cause all kinds of carnage. They make money. They make enemies. Like, why would you not want to spend your time watching them? I mean, on even on a, like, a, I don't know, a serious TV critic. No, like, the everything from the music choices to the cinematography, the colours, the, the, the costumes... Like, it is really easy on the eye, easy to watch. But then in terms of characters, it's a slow burner. It's not right away. But when you get to the drama, yeah, it's, um, it's giving what they said it would give. It's really, really one, been one of my favourite TV shows. I mean, the character of Tommy Shelby in, himself, in and of itself, to me ranks amongst top five main characters like i'm gonna have this conversation at a later date but if we're really talking about our top five main characters right there's obviously michael schofield there's obviously the professor there's obviously i mean there's i mean i haven't watched breaking bad but out of respect to the breaking bad fans i'm literally gonna look up right now who the main character is in breaking bad just so i can mention him Walter White, that's his name. So I don't have to hear from you later.
Peter, telling me I didn't mention him, even though I don't care. Um, and Tommy Shelby is definitely one of them. Like, the guy is just on, he's not on any, he's not on your level, he's on a different level. The mind games, the the drama, he knows what he's doing, he's running the businesses. It, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like Peaky Blinders doesn't get the respect it deserves on on the platform. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Money Heist. I love A Prison Break. But, like, Peaky Blinders does something different. It's very entertaining stuff. So that's my second choice. It's an old one, but if you haven't watched it, then you probably should, because, like, what would you be waiting for exactly? Like, I don't understand. Um, a lot of these recommendations is going to be me dragging the audience who haven't watched these shows, just so you know, and, like, kind of guilt-tripping you into watching them. But I don't feel bad about doing that, because you'll thank me later. So, that's Peaky Blinders. Where can you watch Peaky Blinders? You can watch Peaky Blinders on um, BBC iPlayer, um, and you can also watch on Netflix. So... Whichever one takes your fancy. Um, actually, get sponsored by these people because I'm really sending, I'm really sending y'all to go watch their stuff. If I was on Prime, Disney Plus, BBC iPlayer, or what's the other one? Netflix. Happen to be listening. Um, yeah, your girl would love a sponsorship deal. Like, I'm here for that. Also, out. Let me get this all out now so that you Audi. Um whatever you want me to sponsor i'm there for it because you are the goated supermarket and you will be forever so i would suppose i would you would sponsor me however it works i'll add more people that i think should sponsor me at a later date but for now you know just good to drop in there so last tv choice of this month is a gem that I found, I'll be honest. Um, I was searching on Netflix, because I'm quite into foreign language TV shows. Like, I love a good Spanish or Italian TV show. Or just anything that's not, like, what I know. I want to be surprised. Surprise me. Shock me. Um, And I stumbled across this little show called Summertime. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original, I think. Um... And it's in Italian, and it's just the most beautiful thing. Like, you know, sometimes TV gets a bit stressful. Like, you feel stressed for the characters, you get angry. Like, this is just very much breezy, easy vibes. And I think we all deserve that every once in a while. It's set in, like, this small, you know, seaside town in Italy where it comes alive in the summertime, hence the title. Um... And it's just about these characters, these, I think there's, there's three, four main characters. And then it's just about them falling in love and friendship and drama and family drama and who said this. And, but it's in a very, like, relaxed way. And it's, I don't know, it's really, really good, actually. Um, very chill. Like, if you're looking for a show that isn't too intense like you don't want you don't want to be on the edge of your seat you just want something to kind of enjoy and be like oh isn't that cute um 
then summertime's your go-to i think um i just really like the characters i'm trying to remember their names that's really bad isn't it i can't remember their names um no it's fine i forgive myself um, okay um let's look it up summertime netflix tv um you, you should really tell me their names that would be helpful no no you don't want to tell me no that's that's fine i mean it's not it's not by force um, i'm trying here I really am. Oh, okay, so there's uh, there's summer. Some, obviously, it's called summertime, right? And the main character is called summer. How can I forget that? It's called summer. And then she has her two friends, uh, Sophia and Edo. And then she falls in love with Ale. And it's just, it's really, really cute. And then there's just a bit of drama. And are you going to stay? Are you leaving? Um, do you trust me? All of those kind of questions. Um... And has some a really nice soundtrack as well. That's another thing I remember. Very calming music that they gave us. Very calming. So yeah, those are my TV picks. Um, Grey's Anatomy, season 17 specifically, um, by all of the Peaky Blinders. Um, Peaky Blinders. And Summertime. So those are the three TV shows that i want you guys to watch um so i hope you enjoy them and now it's time for film not movies because i'm not american so um tv no, not TV. Films. What am I talking about? Films. 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 I just did TV. Greys, Peaky Blinders, Summertime. Go watch them. Um, for f film, I nearly said movies. We're not doing that today. For film, I feel like this is a difficult segment, but I said I would include it anyway because I feel like films are dying out. I'll be honest. For me, anyways. I feel like I'm very much... I just hit the mic, didn't I? I feel like I'm very much invested at the moment in in a lot of TV shows, but I don't as often take time to watch, like, a good film. Um, and films are great. Like, just two hours, fully immersed, a lot less commitment, you know? You don't have to be serious about it. You just have to focus for two hours. So I appreciate that level that low-level commitment. Um, so I'll just do three films super quickly. Um, again, I'll do something kind of new, something old, something kind of maybe out of the way that you wouldn't have just kind of heard of and gone straight to. So my something kind of new is this film called Tenet. I have, let me check I'm saying that properly because... I have a suspicion that I'm not... Yeah, ten, Tenet. Tenet. Did I say that right? Tenet. Um, 2020, um, Christopher Nolan, the guy who directed um, the Batman movies. If, if you haven't watched the Batman movies, then <laughs> I, can't, I can't help you personally. Me, Omoye, I cannot be of assistance. So I hope you get help for that. Um, 
But yeah, he directed it, and it has um, John David Washington, who's Denzel Washington's son, and it has the guy from Twilight, who is called Robert Pattinson. And Pattinson? Pattinson? And I just feel like it's one of those films that you stumble across. I literally did. I watched it on the plane back from Lagos, my flight, Lagos to London, and it was... Two, the film was like two and a half hours long so I, what I did is I slept for the first kind of three, four hours of the flight and then watched it for the last bit of the plane ride and I was pleasantly surprised I have to be honest because I'd heard for quite a few reviews previously that it was very like confusing and kind of one of those films that you don't want to watch if you don't want a headache um, but I think it was really really good like it's one of those ones where you kind of... Everything is... It's very sci-fi. It's very futuristic. Um, very well... I just... The whole concept was fascinating. So basically, the idea is... Um, this guy... His... Everything is, is reversed, is backwards. Like, things happen in time backwards. Like, the only way I can describe it is... So he shot a gun, right? He fires a gun at a wall and then the the bullet goes back into the gun or the bullet, like, goes back in the gun in the exact path that it came from, right? So anything that's in its path as it's reversing is obviously going to die. Um, so it's basically about that concept, like, everything is reversed, time is reversed, you can go backwards. Um, and there's this, like, evil billionaire that's trying to, like, use it to destroy the world. Like, he made a deal with the future... Or something like that so everything it's like the future coming back it's getting weird i don't know it's very bizarre but it was it's a really 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 good film and i don't want to say too much without giving it away but i feel like it's one of those films that you will you'll come away thinking mm, not sure i understood everything but that was a good two and a half hours spent watching the film. So yeah, that's my first recommendation. That's all I'm going to say, really, to be honest. I feel like it's one of those very much, you have to watch it kind of ones. There's only so much you can, you can really understand. So maybe you should, um, yeah, definitely go and watch it. Yeah, so it's very much like espionage. It's got a lot of action. It's giving Jason Bourne. There's some actually good fight sequences as well. Very dramatic, a bit suave. It's got the guy, funnily enough. It has um, it has Alfred, Batman's butler, in it, which I when I saw him, I was like, well, Michael Caine's in it. Then, I mean, it's a done deal, really. It's sealed. So, yeah, they're basically trying to prevent... Um, World War Three or Armageddon, as they say in the trailer. So like everything is is reversed. Everything is backwards, um, and it's got yeah. It's very yeah. I mean, someone's got put in the YouTube comments. Um, it's it's like Interstellar. It's, it's very confusing and it really does remind me of Interstellar. I don't know if anyone's watched that. That one where they like went into space and then oh that movie was so good. It had um what's his face? Matthew McConaughey. If it has Matthew McConaughey in it, I'm going to watch it. Me personally, because the guy can act. 
But um, yeah, it was in in Interstellar. The people like went into space, but they weren't aging. So like they went into space. Let's say they were thirty. When they come back, they're still thirty, but everyone else is like old and dead. Um, so it gave me Interstellar vibes, like very much confusing, very much futuristic, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I recommend Tenet very much, actually. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a confusing movie sometimes. Must you understand everything? Must you get something the first time? No, it's not by force. So yeah, check that one out. I don't know where you can watch it, to be honest. That's, that's a good... That's a good question, isn't it? It's on... I mean, you have to pay for it on Apple TV. Um, but I wonder where, if there's anywhere else you can watch it. Yeah, I don't, yeah you'd probably get it on, um, on Amazon Prime, wouldn't you? Yeah, but you'd probably have to pay for it. I'd say it is one of those movies that is probably worth it. Like, you'd, you'd pay it, get yourself some popcorn... And sit down for two and a half hours and watch it. I wouldn't mind. But, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know where else you can watch it. But it was a really good film. I'm glad it's my first pick. Second pick is... Oh, this is... Okay, this is a film that I thought... I was thinking, oh, pick an old film. And that this kind of just sprung to mind. Just because I feel like I've gone back to it. So I've probably watched it an unhealthy amount of times. Um, it's called Something New. It's got um, Sanai Lathan in it, um, who's like a queen. She's in a lot of really good films. She's in um, she's in The Best Man, The Best Man's Holiday. She's in Napoli Ever After on Netflix, which is another really, really good film. Just one of those like great, great actresses. Um, and it's basically, it's about an interracial relationship and kind of just her drama and what's going on, Korea versus relationship, which one will she choose? It's all very cliche, there's someone else who's more career driven and that's the person she really loves, but is he, are they compatible? All those kind of typical cliche questions, but it's just a very warming little romance and it's a, it's quite funny um and it has ugh, Taraji if it has Taraji P Henson in it and again I'm there and it's, she just provides a few laughs in the film and it's just very much one of those kind of hot water bottle blanket turn down the lights grab some popcorn and some juice and just kind of enjoy it I quite like it even as I'm talking about it I just think oh aren't they so cute um, so yeah, that's my old one. Again, it's very, it's a soft, kind of gentle film. Nothing too crazy, but it also raises some actually interesting questions of like, what do you look for in a partner? What is the decision you have to make? Is it just that you love them? Are you compatible enough? Like certain conversations that you need to have or things you need to vent about. Can that person ever relate or is that something that that person would even be willing to hear would they even be able to conceptualize it like it raises those kind of questions but that's just me being very like analytical on the surface it's just a good rom-com and who doesn't love a good rom-com something new where can you watch something new um 
See, it used to be on Amazon Prime, but I don't know if it is. Um, yeah, I don't know actually. That's the truth. It used to be on Amazon Prime, and then it was on, and then it was on Netflix for a bit. So I would, I would check it out. And I think it it comes and goes. It's one of those films that I've sort of seen pop up on on Amazon Prime and then leave and then and then pop up again. So yeah, definitely one of my favorite movies. Comfort for me, and I quite love it. Okay. Last film that I chose, um, it's a Tyler Perry film. <laughs> so I feel like everyone has very mixed emotions about Tyler Perry. I, for one, think that although there are some very, very, very problematic films that he's made, um, this is this is one of the weirdest films I've ever... Not weird, just very much like I never ever expected it i very much was like oh and i oh i'm happy because i never expected it um which is fine we want that in a movie and it's called a fall from grace a fall from grace let me even see this this new setup i have where i'm just with the mic with my tea with my laptop telling you about things So yeah, A Fall From Grace on Netflix, so it's very easy to get to. Um, it's about two hours long, and it's just one of those thriller movies that you kind of... Everything starts off really nice, and obviously the title tells, like, A Fall From Grace. You're not going to... It's not particularly the brightest title in the world, but you think... Oh, you start watching it, and you're like, okay, maybe this is just your average Tyler Perry film. And then about an hour, an hour and ten in, you're like, oh! Sorry, sorry, sir. We didn't, we didn't mean it. We're very sorry. We are apologetic. We are it's just, we didn't know it was going to happen like this. Um, it's one of those films, isn't it? So it's about this lady um, called Grace, obviously. And she kind of meets this guy and falls in love with him. Um, everything seems to be fine he's a lot younger than her to be fair but everything seems to be kind of fine they're just going along falling in love she's got a few cute friends that she meets up in it's very much just going along telling the story everything's happy and then like an hour in you're just thinking did did i miss something like did i miss 10 minutes of this movie because i'm pretty sure you shouldn't be doing this and <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, I just have a feeling that this is probably not the way you should be going about things. Um, so, yeah, it spins everything on its head. And you kind of finish the movie going, oh, okay, people are people are scary. <laughs> people are problematic. Um, yeah, it's a great film. I mean, knock Tyler Perry all you want. This was... I'm looking at the rating here. I'm seeing 5.9 out of 10 on IMDB, which I think is a bit rude. I'm I'm giving it a strong eight. Should I rate these things? I should be rating them, shouldn't I? That should be a part of it. Like my rating should be actually a, a significant part of this um of this discussion. Yeah, I am gonna go back and rate it. But yeah, um it had yeah and it had Cicely Tyson in it, obviously rest in peace. It had you know like it 
obviously Tyler Perry was in it because he's always in he's always in his own movie. Um, but yeah, it got how many star, five yeah five point nine out of ten, which I I, yeah, I don't I don't quite agree with it. I would I would rate it on IMDb, but I don't have time to sign in. Um, it's a strong eight. I'm gonna be honest. It's a strong eight. If we're if we're being real, it's a strong eight. That's just how I feel. Um, fight me if you want to. Uh, let's rate the other ones. Tenet is Tenet is a seven. It loses a mark for pure confusion, um, unfortunately. And then something news a ten. At me if you want to. Again, it's my comfort movie. It's always gonna have a higher rating. Um, TV Grey's is a ten. Peaky Blinders is a nine. And what was the last one? Summertime. That's a good question. Summertime is a comfortable seven. Like, it's cute. Um, it's cutesy. It's warm. Um, not much depth, but still cutesy and warm. Okay, maybe 6.5. Let's give it a 6.5. I don't want to rate it too highly. I want to have, want to have something to compare to. But, um, yeah. It very much is that kind of thriller. You never know what could happen. You never know who you're with type of thing. Like, even on the post that says, every woman has a breaking point. Like, it's very dramatic. But... Yeah, A Fall From Grace. Okay, that's the film segment, isn't it? Wow, look at God. So, we made it through TV. We made it through film. Let's move on to... Books. I've added this segment because I don't read as much as I should and um, this will force me to read at least two to three books in a month to have something to review for you. So yeah. So last and certainly not least, we have the book review component of ah, this review this review episode um and i've chosen probably the only book i've read <laughs> in a very long time um which is the vanishing half by brit bennett so i started i think i bought this kind of in the middle of my exam time thinking okay i need something where let's say i finish revising for the day like i'm putting my other work down I'm not necessarily picking up something that I'll stay on for hours, like Netflix or some kind of... I was off socials at that point, so Netflix or just anything else. YouTube. <sighs> YouTube spirals. Um, so I picked up this book from Amazon. It was recommended by um, Dima May, who is a like, Nigerian influencer, YouTuber who I love... And she has great, like, book recommendations. So I just thought, let me pick this up and see what goes on. I started it and then I finished it while I was in Lagos. And, wow, powerful, powerful stuff. So basically, it's about um, two, twi two twins. A pair of twins? It's about twins. It's about a set of twins. How do you go about saying that? It's about twins. Are you not embarrassed? This is really embarrassing. And basically, they're both, they grow up in this town of people who are extremely light, almost white passing. 
Um, and it's about the experience how one of them, how they both end up living completely separate lives, basically. One of them passes as white and one of them doesn't. Um, and I just remember thinking how powerful the book was. Like, it really is... Uh, it's it's about it's about race obviously it's about colorism it's about what that looks like in america and why would someone even want to pass as why would someone feel that desperate that they would want to pass as as white and what was the situation back then but then also more interestingly it showed kind of the relationship between twins like what that dynamic is like and and about legacy i suppose is kind of not to spoil the story but like how how things catch up with them eventually how the lives of their children pan out differently i just remember thinking i kind of at first i read it i read the kind of description thinking it was one thing and thinking okay this is what i'm going to get out of this book and kind of coming to the end thinking okay i actually learned a bit about life here almost which is interesting i didn't like the ending i wasn't a fan i'll be honest um but it was one of those books i came away from and i still think about some of the lessons that are there to be learned from it so it was a really really interesting one by Britt bennett i got it in hardback so it's really pretty it has a very pretty cover it's a bit battered and bruised because it did travel across the world with me but yeah, I mean, I'll read a bit of the the blurb, because I suppose I think it would be good to have that context. Twins, inseparable as children, ultimately choose to live in two very different worlds, one black and one white. I still don't know how to pronounce their surname. I'm going to try. The Vignes, the Vignes sisters will always be identical. But after growing up together in a small southern black community and running away at age 16, it's not just the shape of their daily lives that is different as adults. It's everything, including their racial identities. Many years later, one sister lives with her black daughter in the same southern town she once tried to escape. Across the country, the other secretly passes for white and her white husband knows nothing of her past. Still, although separated by so many miles and just as many lies, the fates of the twins remain intertwined. What will happen when their own daughter's storylines intersect? Weaving together multiple strands and generations from the Deep South to California, from the 1950s to the 1990s, The Vanishing Half is at once a riveting emotional family story and a brilliant exploration of race, gender and identity, and the lasting influence of the past as it shapes a person's desires and expectations. Whew, so that's the blurb of The Vanishing Half. And yeah, just that last bit illustrates so well. Like, it is literally across time, across space, across distance. It just shows how two people who kind of came out of the same womb, almost, can have such... Well, almost, they did. Can have such kind of dramatically different lives. Um... And I found that really, really, really fascinating. It was a really good illustration of how how twins can can grow apart. Um, and yeah, that's my book for this for this month. Really, really enjoyed it. I would give it. I think I rated it in a tweet. So I want to give. I want to be loyal to my rating, but I'm pretty sure 
that it was about an 8 out of 10 because it was really really good I feel like it was probably just the ending that kind of um brought it down slightly for me but I really really did enjoy it I remember tweeting about it while I was in Lagos Lagos I really love WizKids um, Made in Lagos album I okay here it is um oh no I didn't put a rating but yeah I said complex touching on so many important issues but subtly yeah that's the word only qualm is the ending i would have loved something more conclusive like that would have given me a lot greater joy but yeah loved it great book so guys we're slowly drawing to the end of the review and the end of the episode i hope you've enjoyed this episode i've tried something a bit different some new flavors some new editing new microphone so i'm giving it all i've got if you did enjoy this episode please be sure to i think you rate in apple Podcasts and subscribe on apple Podcasts and follow me on spotify and wherever you get your podcast just support in any way you can share if you enjoyed the episode and be sure to follow me on um instagram and twitter at omiers underscore corner at omiers underscore corner and i will see you in the next one toodle pip <laughs>